Welcome to ADHD Flourishing about living awesomely with autism and ADHD. You deserve recognition for both the challenges and the superpowers of this unique neurotype. Let's celebrate wisdom and support from real life stories and talk strategies to manage the difficulties of day-to-day life so we can move beyond that to thriving and building a sustainable and awesome life. If you want to be here, you are accepted here and you belong. I'm your Audi HD host, Mattia Murray. Let's do this. So I just started using a new technique for executive function support called task bracelets, which I heard about from Caitlin Fisher. I'm not sure where they got the idea. And Caitlin also has a great podcast called the Neurodivergent Creative Podcast. If you want to check that out, I'll put the link in the show notes. Executive function is a large set of things that the brain does, and that includes figuring out steps in a task, the ability to use short-term memory to do those steps in order, and the ability to stay on task. There is more to executive function than that, but if you're ADHD or just ADHD or autistic, all of those come with executive function issues, either in some areas of your life or across the board pretty commonly especially when it comes to boring or uncomfortable tasks. And that's not even mentioning the resistance if you have regular demand avoidance or PDA, clinical term, pathological demand avoidance, community term, persistent drive for autonomy. Executive function problems also show up with traumatic brain injuries and other forms of neurodivergence, including dyspraxia and complex PTSD. So Caitlin sent me a pic of their task bracelets There are these little coil bracelets that people sometimes use to hold keys along with the little plastic tags that hold a little piece of paper that say what the key goes to. But instead of keys, the tag has instructions for a task. The way Caitlin showed it to me, they had a separate step of the task on each tag, such as put a new trash bag in the can after taking the trash out. I'm not sure if I meet the criteria for dyspraxia, but I am clumsy and I do have trouble ordering and executing tasks with many steps. Specifically, I tend to forget steps as I'm going, even if they're things I've done a bunch of times before, but I tend to forget different steps than last time. So for example, when I do laundry, I often forget one step, like checking pockets or adding soap or turning the washer or dryer actually on. But then the next time I do the task, I'll be thinking back to the time I missed, but maybe the last time I missed. And so I'll get that one, but then I'll miss a different one. And this happens super often across many boring or household tasks. And it's definitely not lack of effort or desire to get it right. Uh, Believe me, I want to get it right. The first task bracelet I made was for laundry, because this is one where I just really consistently miss steps. First, I listed all the steps I can think of in the order I like to do them. Step two, I asked my nesting partner to make sure it looked complete, and they added a couple things I'd forgotten, which is funny. Step three, I pared the language down so I could fit as much as possible on one tag, including removing a step that didn't feel necessary. And step four, I used my smallest pen, a Pigma Micron 003, to write the steps on a tag. And a couple days later, I successfully did laundry without forgetting any steps, and the tag helped me with a couple steps that I would have forgotten. I'm going to include a picture in the show notes if I'm able to, and if not, I'll make it the image for this episode so you can see the completed tag. I realize many people can't write 
legibly that small, but I also imagine you could get larger tags or affix something else to the bracelet. The other nice thing about the task bracelet is that you can wear it until the task is completed, and having both the feeling and the visual on my wrist helped me remember that it was in progress. Oh, the other thing I wanted to add is that I got both the bracelets and the tags, 10 of each, from two sellers on AliExpress, and it was under $5, including shipping for all of it. I'm actually going to talk more about AliExpress on another episode soon about how cheaply a lot of stuff is made now, because a lot of sellers on places like Amazon are actually just drop shipping from China. And if I'm going to buy cheap crap, I'd rather just buy it directly from China and pay way less. And then if it falls apart, I'm not mad that I spent literally three to 10 times more on markup from another seller. Because inventory changes a lot on AliExpress, I'm not going to include links, but pro tip, the app usually has lower prices than the desktop version of the website. It's my go-to for all little cheap things like this, and it literally saves me hundreds of dollars a year. It does take a little tweaking to search for things because you have to get the right keywords, but often I find what I'm looking for on Amazon and then use some of their keywords to find it on AliExpress because it's literally exactly the same thing with the same pictures and everything. So silly. Anyway, more on the ethics and techniques of that in a few weeks. If you try task bracelets or modify it into something that works better for you, I'd love to hear about it. I'm always curious what specifically works for people. And if it doesn't sound like a good idea to you, don't bother. You're the best expert on your own brain and body. And usually when your brain is like, nah, it's not for me, you're correct. And if that ever changes, go for it. That's it for the bit about task bracelets, and now I'm transitioning to talk for a few minutes about a new program I launched on Monday called Like Your Brain. The name is a companion to my five-month signature program called Love Your Brain, which I've described as comprehensive jet fuels for neurodivergent creatives and entrepreneurs. Many, many people have asked me for something more chill and long-term. And I've been looking at the data and feedback from clients for the last several years to figure out what would actually best serve my community. To show you a peek behind the curtain of my thinking, I felt really strongly that people need more community and non-hierarchical support as opposed to someone telling them what to do or trying to lead them in a direction. And while I try to incorporate that general feeling into all of my work, I recognize that in a one-on-one -on -one coaching situation, people are still treating me like an expert. I also know that the neurodivergent spaces, sort of similar to what I'm building, usually cost around $100 a month, which is totally reasonable for the teaching and expertise they're providing. But what about people who don't have a ton of time to engage with learning or who need to pay less, but still need some support as needed? I just wasn't seeing anything out there like that. The concept behind Like Your Brain is that it is in the nature of plants to grow when they're given good soil, water, and sunlight. I'm building the conditions for growth in a chill and organic way. While I will be providing some teaching and knowledge, it's not mainly about content. It's about integrating what you already know and being seen and witnessed in community. Another intention I have for the space is that people can make friends with similar interests or even locally in person if there are enough people in there and potentially find something like accountability buddies, but you know, ADHD friendly ones who won't trigger your PDA, etc. For starters, we're going to have one call a month and expand from there and define exactly what the calls are based on what the early joiners ask for. So if you want to help create what the space will become, get in here during September and October. Eventually, I imagine we'll have at least three calls a month, coaching, co-working, 
and a call for just sharing and being witnessed without advice, which again is something I think we need more of because it's very nourishing. But I'm waiting to make sure people are actually in there and can vote on what kinds of calls and what times of the week work best before I start scheduling it all out. Speaking of which, the first two calls will be this Friday, September 29th, 2023 at 2 p.m. Eastern and the following Monday, October 2nd at 5 p.m. Eastern, United States time. I'm calling them welcome calls because they're not goal-oriented. They're just a chill hangout to start to get the vibe of the group and hear what people are looking for. I'm shaping the space based on what people actually want. And I'm so excited for the folks who've already jumped in since Monday. The group is hosted on Patreon with sliding scale built in. And there's also a tier just to support the podcast and get extra podcast content. But for these first two calls on Friday and Monday, I'll also be inviting the podcast tier folks. So get over there and check it out. At worst, you've spent $3 to hang out with us for a bit. You don't have to be ADHD to be in the space, but I assume a lot of people will be. I'm inviting all neurodivergent and disabled folks, as well as anyone who has identities such as queerness or being part of the global majority, basically any identity that's often marginalized. You're very welcome to join if you're still figuring out how you identify, if you haven't been diagnosed, or if you're not exactly sure how you fit into the description above. As with the podcast, if you want to be here, you belong. The link is in the show notes, and if you want to be a part of defining what Like Your Brain becomes in terms of content and timing of calls, get in there. Even if you can't make it to the calls this Friday and Monday, there will be a couple of threads and polls in there for you to share your preferences and needs, and I'll start scheduling probably within the next week or so based on that. I'm so excited. This ties together so many little bits of ideas that have been floating around in my head for a while and so many things that people have asked me for. And now I just have to hold myself back from throwing all my ideas in there at once. We are starting simple on purpose and building from there. Something I keep saying about this is I want people to do less, but with more support. And my whole focus is always on feeling better first. Thanks for listening. And that link to learn more is in the show notes. Thank you. I hope that sparked some ideas or possibilities for your own journey. If you'd like to go deeper, I invite you to click on the link in the show notes to join my newsletter, where I share more on these topics, point you to community resources, and share cute pictures of animals. I only send it when I have something meaningful to say. A friend put it well. With your newsletter, I feel like the predictability is in the quality, not the quantity, and it feels delightfully magical to have it pop up whenever it feels like it. Plus, you can respond directly to me, which I love. That link is in the show notes, or you can easily find it at my website, mattiamarie.com, M-A-T-T-I-A-M-A-U-R-E-E.com. 